the hidden beauty of the spiritual night. As we're nearing the festival of Shavuot, a group of us in Tzfat have begun to study the article in the Zohar called The Night of the Bride, Lelia de Kala, which discusses the essence of the festival. In this article, we learn that the essence of the light of Shavuot, the time of the giving of the Torah on Mount Sinai, is exactly the same essence as the light of the redemption, the light of the Gemara Tikkun. The Torah, given again to us each year on Shavuot, has the light of God himself. Describing the tablets of stone that Moses brought with him, the scripture states, And the tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God, graven upon the tablets. Exodus chapter 32 verse 16 But the Midrash on this passage teaches, Don't read graven on the tablets of stone, that is in Hebrew, charut ala luchot. Read charut ala luchot, freedom on the tablets. The Torah gives us freedom, freedom from the forces that separate us from God, freedom from the snares of the ego and the selfish love of the will to receive oneself alone that separates us from our Maker. The beginning of the article in the Zohar, The Night of the Bride, reads like this. Rabbi Shimon was sitting and practicing the Torah on the night in which the bride, which is the community of Israel, joins with her husband. We have learned that all the companions who are the sons of the temple of the bride need to be present in that night. For the following day, when the bride is appointed to be under the wedding canopy with her husband, they are appointed to be with her all through the night and rejoice with her in her rectification with which she is rectified by them. That is, through their practice of Torah and the prophets and the writings, the inner meanings of the scriptures and the inner meanings of the wisdom, because these are her rectification and her jewellery. And she, the bride and her handmaidens, come and stand over their heads, and she is rectified through them and rejoices with them all through the night. On the following day, she only comes to the wedding canopy with them, and they, the companions, are called the sons of the wedding canopy. When she comes to the wedding canopy, the Holy Blessed One asks after them and blesses them and crowns them with the crowns of the bride. Happy is their portion. Robert Ashlag starts his explanation of this beautiful piece of Zohar with a discussion of the meaning of the word night. He teaches us that the word night in the Kabbalah refers to the days of the exile, our inner exile, in which God's light is hidden from us. This is the night when God's presence is not directly manifest to us. And yet, it appears from this passage that the night, when the forces of separation between us and God rule over us, is not seen as a negative state. On the contrary, the Zohar is telling us that it is precisely in this time, when God's light is hidden from us, that the community of Israel joins with the Holy Blessed One. It is in this time that the soul joins with its Creator, 
in the beautiful imagery of the bride joining with her husband. Looking at this piece, my chavutas around the table began to consider in which way we come to God through the night and how does the absence of the overt light of God enhance and allow the process of coming to join with him. We looked at the fact that it is only in the absence of the light of God that the soul of the individual person can be recognised as the unique spiritual entity that it really is. Indeed, in the redemption the souls will come together as one, but not before they have first formed their own unique vessels for receiving the light of God in the way of holiness. This recognition of one's own unique abilities and one's own unique role can only come through in the time of the night. The night has a purpose. It is the purpose of the formation and the recognition of the vessels of holiness. In ordinary language, it means that it is just in the time when God's light is concealed from us that we can develop a true desire to come to affinity of form with the Creator. And this desire needs to be practically expressed through our faith in His goodness, even in the hard times. In fact, it's especially in the hard times that we can actually give voice to our faith. It is in these times that we give most voice to the practice of the wisdom of the Torah. And when we undertake the mitzvot, even in difficult circumstances, giving to God and to our fellow man as unconditionally as we can. It is in the night that the practice helps us become a companion of the bride, that helps us become part of the builders of her wedding canopy and become one who will accompany her to the chuppah on the festival of Shavuot and accompany her at the complete redemption for the essence of Shavuot and the redemption is the same. This idea of the night being a valuable, even an indispensable part of redemption is expressed in many, many ways throughout the Kabbalah. Let us take just one example. If we look at the Hebrew word shachor, shachor means black. But the same word is the basis for shacharit, the morning prayer. The prayer we say at the shachal, at the dawn. We start with our songs and praises to God, even before the sun has risen. We sing our song from the night. Our song arises from within the night. The word shachal has yet another meaning. It means to search for or to seek as in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17. I love them that love me, and those that seek me earnestly shall find me. Rabbi Ashlag writes in the introduction to the Ten Sefirot, It is important that you know that all the work we do in actively and consciously choosing the path of Torah and mitzvot as a matter of free choice takes place primarily during this time when the divine providence is concealed. He further writes, 
There is a profound intention behind the concealment of God's face, namely that of giving people an opportunity to make the effort of serving God through Torah and mitzvot from their own free choice. Then God experiences great satisfaction from their work in Torah and mitzvot, even more than he receives from the angels above, who have no choice in what they do, but are compelled in their service. The Zohar reports, Rabbi Joshua ben Levi says, We have learnt in the Gemara of Avodah Zohar, All who read in the Torah by night, the Holy Blessed One draws to him a thread of loving kindness in the day. And it says by day, God will command his loving kindness. In other words, if we manage to stay fast with the Torah in our own night, when things are going difficult for us, God helps us and brings through the loving-kindness, which in itself constitutes the day. The search for God and the time when we join with him is thus actually in the night, the time when his light is concealed from us. But the question remains, when he's hidden from us, how do we join with him? To answer this question, we have to look again at how do we join with God, what constitutes joining with God? In the Kabbalah, we learn that two spiritual entities join together when they act with the same desire. We are taught by the sages and from the Holy Torah that God is good and does good. His goodness to his creatures is unconditional. He hides his light from us precisely so we also will be able to come to love him as unconditionally as he loves us. It is for this reason that the light of creation was hidden away, so we will be able to come to God through love. As the Zohar teaches on the verse, Yehi or, let there be light, Vayehi or, and there was light. The light of creation came forth in the inner meaning of let there be light, but then it was hidden away, so that we will be able to give to God and love him unconditionally with a perfect love, in the inner meaning of, and there was light. If God's light were present to us in the inner meaning of the word day, according to the Kabbalah, we would not be able to come to God unconditionally, and thus we would not actually be able to join with him, because we would only be receiving his light and not giving. It actually does need the hiding of his light, the time of night, the concealment, in order for us to discover within ourselves our own unique possibilities of giving. The Zohar teaches that God is actually hidden in Torah. What does this mean? Where do we seek for something? We seek it where it is hidden. It is through our study of the Torah that we come to merit the light of Torah, which brings us back to the good way and gives us the strength to overcome our innate selfish love, turning to give to God and our fellow man through the practice of the mitzvot. And thus the Zohar we studied above states, The companions of the bride are appointed to be with her all through the night and rejoice with her in her rectifications with which she is rectified by them. That is, through their practice of Torah and the prophets and the writings, the inner meanings of the scriptures and the inner meanings of the wisdom. Because these are her rectification and her jewellery, that the companions of the temple of the bride occupy themselves 
with the Torah and the mitzvot for its own sake, unconditionally through the night. We ourselves may not yet have reached the stage of being a companion to the bride, yet all of us have aspects of the companion within us. Every human being is considered as an entire world, and each one of us has the capacity within the context of our own life to learn from the wisdom of the Torah and put what we can into practice, giving to God and to others as freely and as unconditionally as we can, and thus helping to prepare the wedding canopy under which the Knesset Yisrael, the community of souls, also called the Shekhinah, rejoins and is reunited with the Holy Blessed One. And thus we may merit to help hasten the complete redemption. May it come speedily in our time. Amen.